Hey, this is Paul Martin. And Ray the Roadie. For the Rock and Roll Chicago Podcast. Coming to you live. No, I'm sorry. It's not really live. We're, we're recording. <laughs> we are recording, but... It, we're, we're live when we're recording. <laughs> Thank goodness. Like, <laughs> that's true. By the way, did you hear about that, that Irish guy that recorded uh, some stuff? He was dying, and he recorded a thing, and at his funeral, at, his, uh, at the grave site, they had a speaker playing, and all of a sudden you hear this guy knocking... Like, hey, hey, it's dark in here. Let me out. <laughs> oh my god, it was hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah, those Irishmen are funny guys, aren't they? <laughs> they sure are. They sure are. So, what's going on uh, this week, Paul? Uh, this week, uh, we've got uh, Jay Gepner. Now, if you don't know who Jay Gepner is, Jay Gepner played with the Beatle Brothers and he plays in a band called Backdated. And uh, he's got his own band, the Jay Gepner Band. He's a busy guy. He's uh, he's uh, he's our guest this week. Sounds good. Yeah, lately he's all he, everybody we've been talking to is working with so many different groups, so many different bands. They're all very very busy. Yeah, they're very talented. They sure are. Sure, are. I'm glad that you know they could take the time out to talk to us. Yes, indeed. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Jay uh, Jay uh, Jay is a, is a kind of a well. I'll let him tell you, but he's kind of a sound like a John Lennon type of guy who uh, who is crazy about the Beatles and crazy about John Lennon and his music. How can you not be crazy about the Beatles and John Lennon and all them guys? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, uh, let's get to uh, let's get to Jay's interview uh, right now. How's that sound? And away we go. Is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. And we're here today with uh, with the uh, one and only Jay Gepner. Hello, hello. How are you doing, Jay? All right, great, great. I'm, it's an honor to be on your show. You know, when uh, Jimmy Fallon called and kind of canceled me for the Tonight Show tonight, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for getting me in. No I, problem, uh, no problem. Yeah. 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 Our schedule's pretty tight. Yeah. It's, yeah. I know, so thank you. I was kind of all dressed and ready to go and, uh, you know, got bumped from that one. So thank you for taking me on. And thank God that you're in, in, in beautiful Frankfurt, Illinois. You know, yeah. everything can come come here. From yes, yes. LA and Frankfurt, yeah. Illinois. And uh, yeah, geez, I, I was just about a, uh, three weeks from. I was in Frankfurt, Germany, on my way to uh, Budapest. Really? There's some shows out there, and yeah. So so Frankfurt, Germany, Frankfurt. Yeah, Illinois. There's no difference, not at all. Nothing none, at all. None whatsoever. Nothing at all. Now, did yeah. you play, play yeah. the places the Beatles played in, in Frankfurt? Or, uh, well, or, in, Fra- or, in, in well in Frankfurt, uh, um, was that just I, a that was a layover? Oh. But I did play in Germany, and uh, but uh, no, I never played the. Uh, the uh, I points think. where the, the Beatles played. Like, yeah, I'm trying wait, to think of the name of it. Oh, uh, the, oh, the, oh the, guy, the the rat seller, the guy. Yeah. The, the, all these, uh, yeah, the Star Club. The Star you know, Club, right. That, that was all in, uh, uh, in Germany where the, where the Beatles, that, that's where they learned their craft in Hamburg. Right. You know, that they, they went there and, uh, in fact, the people in Liverpool knew of the band the Beatles but when they came back from Hamburg Germany everybody 
thought they were from Hamburg. They, in fact, they they build them as here they are, the Beatles from Hamburg, direct from Hamburg, Germany, and, and they're coming home. And and, uh, and that's my forte, pretty much. Uh, so, I've been a Beatles fan all my life. Yeah, so. we we know uh, that. Well, yeah, how, yeah. how did? How, well, first of all, first of all, how'd you get started? Then? How'd you get well, started in music and in and, 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 uh, I know you played with yeah. Phil. Yeah, yeah. Phil, well, yeah, we had the Beatles brothers. Yeah, we well, still kind of do things on and off. Yeah, every once in a while. And uh, but uh, yeah, the whole thing started when I was eight years old, and I, I I seen Hard Day's Night for the first time, and that was like, wow, this was so cool. I'm I'm the youngest of six kids, so. My brothers and sister had all the records, so I oh, okay. listened to all their their sixties bands, and they had some Beatles records. And, sure. But then when I seen Hard Day's Night, and I actually seen who the Beatles were. You know, I was like, I, you were I, sold. Be, I was sold. I was sold. My name is John. My real name is John, even though everybody calls me Jay. So I had that uh, connection with John Lennon. Right? He was my favorite Beatle from that point. And so just like everything, you listen to the records and you you, you go, oh, wow, you know, and try and sing the songs. And yeah. and I just kind of developed this uh, thing for for singing the Beatles songs. And, yeah. and, you know, listening to the records and how they talk and all that stuff. That, that's what I was doing in my teen years, you know, besides playing sports and doing that in, at Leo High School and all that stuff. I was every day in the house listening to Beatles records all the time so just became a big fan and gotten several bands you know I mean I had a band when I was 14 years old called Abbey Road and then then we had a band 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 called Feedback and uh, you know uh, with some guys you know Don Don Vandervelt, who's now called Donny V, we were right. we were friends, so we were in a band together before he hit it with Enough's Enough, of course. Right. But, uh, I always kind of um, give myself a little credit for what went on with Don because when I first met Don, he didn't sing; he didn't sing at all. And oh, okay. I tried to get him to do backgrounds for our band and sing, and and I even talked to his mom, and her, his mom said, Don can sing. I don't know why he's not singing to you. And I'm like, Don, come on. So, Don eventually opened up and started singing with us. And, and now, you know, I can honestly say that I'm, me and my brother were a big part to try to get him out of his uh, shyness. Yeah. And to sure. break out. Come and out you know, yeah. and uh, me being a John Lennon guy, I think he kind of maybe... Um, caught a little bit of what I was doing and you know a lot of people say that Don sounds like John and uh, yeah. and he does he does so yeah. I think I'm you know just the kind of early influence and Don and I are still good friends we talk I, I sing backgrounds on one of his songs on his new album oh, okay uh, so you know see him but uh, the, how, how, how yeah. the Beatle Brothers you said the Beatle Brothers started uh, it, it was the, the, the greatest accident in the world but uh, I am originally met Phil at the Beatle convention, uh, they call the Beatle Fest, in uh, 1978 at the Palmer House. Okay. The Palmer House. And I, I met him in line for it. I seen him drawing a picture. And, and Phil is a great artist. Not only oh, really? He, not only can he, um, you know, um, write songs and perform great, he, 
he also is a great artist too. Well, so I seen him drawing at the cartoon Beatles, and I was like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm the Beatles fan. Can you draw one for me?" And and he did. He drew, he drew some John Lennon pictures for me. Yeah. And ever since then, we've been friends since that, and that was in 1978. Um, the Beatle Brother thing didn't happen till like. Um, 1986. Uh, Phil and I were friends, and he was in a band, I was in a band, so we would go and see each other a lot. But uh, one morning, I was driving into work, and um, Jonathan Brammeyer was doing his radio show on the loop. For some of you who don't know about Chicago radio, sure. the legendary Johnny B, right? right. You know him, Paul, for all sure. the stuff you've done. So um, Johnny was like, hey, everybody out there, I'm looking for a house to to uh, do our radio our live radio show from so I was driving into work and I'm thinking wow you know what my house is great you know my mom and dad where we live in uh, Mount Greenwood we got a big ass basement and I figured you know my mom's a great cook I'm, I'm gonna call Johnny and say hey do the show and <laughs> it, it so, up your, so, your mom's yeah, house yeah so I'm like offering up my mom's house without even asking her I'm like <laughs> so I get on I'm like wow I, you know I'm like yeah Johnny I'd like to invite you to my house I, I live on the south side Mount Greenwood and my mom is it's all Italian she makes great breakfast for everybody and I go um, you know my dad hates rock and roll so wouldn't it be great if we get up and sing some songs and, and bother him and uh, you know so Johnny goes well why are you a singer or what do you I, I go yeah I'm a singer I'm not in a band or anything now but yeah. so Johnny goes well sing us something and I'm like Johnny. I'm in the office right now. I, you know, I had a job as a headhunter, but I go, John. I'm in the office right now. I, I, I can't sing. And you know, Johnny. Come yeah. on, sing. Yeah, do one. Do a song. He pushes you. He, so, yeah, yeah, he pushed. He pushed. So I'm like, well, I mostly do Beatles. So he goes, well, do a Beatles song. I go, well, name one. He goes, okay. Uh, spoil the party. So I was like, I don't want to spoil the party, so I'll go. I would hate my disappointment to show. Oh my God, that sounds like John. Oh my God, that's great. Do that again. So I did it again. Then he got the record, and then he's like, Wow, you you're not in the band. Yeah, he's like, You're you're not in the band. He's like, I'm gonna find you, Paul McCartney. So the rest of the show, Johnny's auditioning Pauls, and people are going, Oh, this is Paul, you know. And he's like, You know, so so he goes, calls me up at the end of the show, and he goes, Hey, you know what? I couldn't find you a Paul guy I was trying to find somebody we could bring in and harmonize and you could do some Beatle thing and, and that's when I thought of like hey there's a guy I know his name is Phil yeah Phil Angotti and I go I'm not sure he does Paul but he sings the high harmonies and Johnny goes well get him come here on Friday on Friday morning which is May 17th 1986 he goes Come here and do a few songs. So I called up Phil and said, Hey, Phil, what are you doing Friday morning? Yeah. I go, Johnny B wants his own radio show at 7 in the morning. So we met at the Hancock 
at six thirty. We ran through, we ran through that uh, spoil the party, right? And that was it. You know, we thought that was. So we go on the show. We sing spoil the party, and it go went over so great that Johnny's like, "Hey, let's do some more songs." So we yeah. were just doing them, and I was looking at Phil. Yeah. We never played, even though we've seen each other's bands. You know, right? Knew each other. So then Johnny's like, "Hey, let's let's do let's call and ask people to request Beatles." Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, sure. So, so we were on for over an hour, right. wow. and people were like, oh my god, it was great. Phil knew the high harmonies. I right. knew all the John stuff. Right. So then Johnny goes, hey, you guys, I want you to warm me up at, the, at my next show, the Leisure Suits. So we warmed up Johnny in the Leisure Suits at the Rialto Square Theater. Oh, okay, in Joliet, sure. and you know, it was right after that show. Buzz Kilman says, hey, you guys, you ought to team up and become a, an act because the exposure you got this morning is unbelievable. And I was like, oh, wow. So I asked Phil, hey, should we do this thing? And there were people calling us, like yeah. clubs. Can you guys play our yeah. So we took a gig at this Riverdale bar called Somewhere Else Bar, like a week later. and we In Riverdale? Jo- yeah, in Riverdale. Somewhere, somewhere Else Lounge, yeah. It was in Riverdale. And, um, you know, Johnny led us on the show again. He br- brought us yeah. back like a, a, like a week later to, you know, yeah. do some stuff. So we said, yeah, well, tonight we're going to be at somewhere else lounge in Riverdale. Well, the place was packed. Wow. And... The power, the power of power radio. Power radio. Yeah, yeah. Place was packed. Phil and I just get on the stage, and we get a standing ovation. It was the most incredible thing I've ever witnessed in my life. I mean, yeah. we didn't even sing one song yet, but it was just all the people like yeah, and because the- they appreciated what we did on the radio show, and then. It, it, it was great. We had them from there, and then a lot of energy. Then from that point on, we we went to play, you know, everywhere, you know, from festivals to yeah. warming up you you guys with the dancing noodles right. and in with the. Johnny I didn't realize it was eighty six. It well, was eighty six. Yeah, May of four. So May of eighty six. So yeah. I get, yeah, yeah, and which was a crazy year. That was the year the Bears won the Super Bowl. It just yeah, and, 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 and all that craziness. We had Stephen Gary. We had the all the loop we had Kevin Matthews oh, there yeah. and Johnny it was yeah. it was the height of of the loop radio oh, yeah. it was right that we were all in the middle of it right and Johnny would go see your band the Dancing Noodles at the at the uh, PJ Flaherty's right. and I'd be there we'd all be there and yeah. it'd be crazy and packed every yeah. place was packed you know I I know mean, those were some great great times they were, they were great memories they were know, definitely I, great memories yeah. definitely some great memories you know and Phil He's gotten, he, like, well, he he run he has a guitar store and, and oh, he does? I, yeah, and he's in his uh, Avenue End guitars and uh, he's still playing from time to time. So yeah, he say, he's got a band now. Or, or you? Yeah, well, we we all got bands, you know. Right. We all have, you know, the Beatle Brothers is always in the pocket, and right. if he ever wants to do anything, we're always open to do stuff, yeah. which is great. But uh, yeah, we're all in different bands. I, yeah. I think I got. Like five now, I think. I got the Beatle Brothers. I got um, th- this band, Backdated, which backdated, you know, right. backdated. I had a chance to work with them. Yeah, yeah. And Class of '68 band. I have my own band, which is my own music, which is called the Jay Gutner Band. Right. And, well, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, well, 
Now, now, are you doing your own writing? Or yeah, what? yeah, doing my own writing. I, I've been writing for years, Paul, and I, and I do play. I play guitar and I play a little piano, but I okay. never bring it up on stage. With me, okay. You because know, uh, in, in the early days of the Beatle Brothers, everybody wanted us to be John and Paul, you know. Like, everywhere they booked us, they're like, do you wear suits? Do you wear this? Right. And we never wanted to be a part of, like, the whole look-alike thing. Right. We just wanted to do the music and do it good, you right. know, and that, that was the only thing that interested So every time I did pull up a guitar, everybody would be like, oh, that's great. Can you dress up like John? And yeah. you know, they're throwing all this money at it. And I never liked doing it that way. I, I just, you know, to me, there was one John Lennon, and, and, yeah. and it's not knocking any of what any of the other bands are doing because they're doing great and making a lot of money. But for me, I just liked being myself. Sure. Singing the songs right. and enjoying it. You weren't a tribute band. Yeah, you right. were honoring them by and, singing their music and, and, and you enjoyed it. Yeah, and and, and that's what I, I felt most comfortable that way. I didn't want to be Joe and all of a sudden, you know, talking like this and the next song, Gringo, you know, come on. You know. I just, you know, to me it was uh, just kind of, I, I mean, but, uh, I, you know, a lot of money in that. These guys are doing great. Yeah. These Beatle bands, there's one on every corner. I know, there's quite a few of them. Play it's like Elvis impersonators. But, but, but yeah, so I've always been writing, and I never thought anybody would be interested in my music or, or any of the music that I'm writing with friends or anything like that because I was playing the greatest music yeah. <laughs> around. And then you you go up on stage and say, okay, here's one of my own songs, and people are like, play I'm the Walrus. <laughs> Forget that crap, you know. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, and it's, it, I, I, but I do have like the greatest admiration for guys who could do it right and now I'm happy that I'm finally doing it because I found like five guys who kind of like say hey man I, we like oh, we like the tunes let's yeah let's do it let's write and I'm like wow so little late in life you know I'm like 56 well, years old right. but I, I'm not looking yeah. to make it uh, you know like you know I, I just no, love creating. You do, you do for the enjoyment, right? I just exactly. love what I'm doing. Right. I love what I'm doing right now. Do you do any Beatles in the Jay Gepper band? Yeah. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. Obviously. We kind of, because that, that's what influenced me. Right. So every once in a while, I'll throw a, a song and that's, people could be familiarized. So, and it's mainly because I feel like, oh, geez, I'm boring the crap out of these people. So I got to throw in a number that they know, you know, <laughs> throw something in there. Have you recorded any of that? Any, uh, yes. Yeah. One? I had done some recordings and I'm, I haven't put anything out yet so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this year might be the year with the, but you know it, it all takes time because of all the bands and playing out every weekend and this traveling around I've, you know, I've been very blessed and fortunate to uh, um, play Liverpool England for the last 11 years wow. you know and, right. and uh, I brought every band that I played I, I brought back to there, I brought um, Instant Karma, which was a band of mine, a, a John Lennon tribute band. I even brought Phil. I brought Phil twice, you know, once with yeah. the with the Beatle Brothers whole band, and once him and I, right? Along. And uh, and when you're there in the Holy Land of, of Beatle, you know, <laughs> yeah. and and that's what it was. I, the, the first time I yeah. went was in 2005, and I was a little scared because, you know, I knew I sang a lot of, like John Lennon and stuff, but I, I didn't. I thought, well, 
we're playing with a lot of bands from England, and they automatically have that voice and that sound. Yeah. So I, so God, so when we started playing, people were like, "Oh my God!" and they were following us around, and and every crowd at every stage got bigger and bigger, and. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how'd you get linked up doing that, playing it? Well, uh, just uh, I sent them uh, a videotape, of, and um, and through the years I got to know some of the people that uh, performed with the Beatles, like uh, Klaus Vorman was in town, so he put in a word for me, right. and uh, Neil Ennis from the band called The Ruddles, and he also works right. with Monty Python. He put in a word for me, like, hey, look at this guy, or look at this band. Yeah. So I sent Instant Karma stuff, the, oh, okay. the band Instant Karma, and they hired us. And I work for American Airlines, that's what I do in the day. Uh-huh. Uh, 31 years with American Airlines loading airplanes. Well, that's cool. So that's good. I got them involved because, uh, you know, when. You need to get over there. We need to get yeah. over there. Yeah. So American Airlines was great. They, they, they flew all six of us there. Really? Uh, on them, you know, as the sponsors. So, and they've done it every year. And so then you rented the gear there. Or what? No, no, they have they have the gear. All you had to bring was your guitar and a cord. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, oh, they and, yeah, that's there. all yeah, you have to yeah, do. Yeah, they have yeah. the gear at every stage. So it's called Beetle Week, International Beetle Week, and it's every year on the third week of August. And but and they have you play the Cavern Club, you play the Cavern Front, you play Cavern Pubs, you play the you know all the old Beetle haunts. Yeah. Right. Which is it's unbelievable and every stage has the equipment already there oh, so cool. all these bands coming from all over the world are they're playing and it it starts at 12 noon and it goes to 5 in the morning every wow. day for a whole week wow. so when I was looking at my schedule I'm like 3 in the morning <laughs> we, we, we have a gig at 3 in the morning and, and I, I was like who the hell's gonna be out at yeah. 3 in the morning we, we start this gig we play for an hour and you know what that was the best gig it was packed oh, people yeah. were it was it was loaded and, and, and people just have a great time what was it like the first time you stepped on the Cameron Club stage oh, you know I got goosebumps I, I still do I yeah. still you know I always you know make sure to kiss the floor <laughs> uh, you know, just the, the holy grail you know yeah. you just get goosebumps and you just think, oh, wow, this is yeah. your your heroes right. played at the at, at these places, and and in the distance, John Lennon's sister, she comes to all of my shows, and um, that's probably why I've been playing a lot of these countries. So I just finished playing Budapest, which is the twentieth country that I've performed. In. Really, and a lot of it has to thank to to Julia, John Lennon's sister, because she told Billboard magazine that um, when they asked her like what Beatle act do you follow and at Beatle Week and then she goes well I tell you what I do really love is this guy who comes and sings is John Lennon he's he's himself because the best thing about him is he he's uh, he works he he loads airplanes for a living and yeah. then he yeah. does John Lennon yeah. but but he really brings out the the character and brings out the yeah, uh, the feeling that yeah. uh, the spirit of John when he sings. That's, so, that's, that's an awesome so, compliment. You know, yeah. Great compliment. And so people have yeah. checked out my show, and and then afterwards they approach me and say, "Hey, we like you to play in Budapest or in um, uh, 
the Netherlands. Yeah. And then they go, we can't afford your band, but can you just come? So they, it's great. So I they saw, just pay I me, and then I play with bands all over the world. I saw you went to Finland, yeah. was it? Or, or? Yeah, Finland. Yeah, that was yeah. That wasn't too long ago. Yeah, this yeah this well let's see this year I had uh, Latvia, you know I had uh, Finland, I had yeah Helsinki and uh, Sweden and. Uh, uh, yeah, Budapest, and now in December I go to Brazil. Really? Some shows in Rio, which oh, is really? great because December is their summer. It's so summer. Right, you know, right. I'll be able to get out of this cold weather for a little bit and enjoy the fest. And the band there that plays for me, they're called the Blue Beatles, and they're a great band and I'm always excited so I just send them a list of John Lennon songs and they they get it down in the original keys yeah we, we go over it real quick or sometimes yeah. we don't even have time to go yeah. over it you just do the shows and yeah, it works out great yeah, exactly. it's, it's great I, I I have to say that um just truly, I don't know, the, the lucky face or lucky whatever, they're truly blessed and so yeah. thankful that, you know, I'm, I can do this type of thing. I, I, I'm, I'm a church-going guy. I go to church every Sunday, and, I, and that's from my Catholic upbringing, right. Leo High School and everything. I, I thank God every day just for the opportunities that are, are coming and, and, and the people that I'm meeting. It's just, uh, you know, I, I didn't know what I was going to come and tell as far as story because to me it's just all kind of boring and stuff like that but but then when I look in hindsight it's 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 pretty great because I was a third I was 12 and 13 year old just singing in my garage and yeah. never ever thinking that right. oh wow right. <laughs> look at look at all these different places that have been around the world right. and, and uh, yeah. it's it's awesome it's yeah. awesome but tell me about backdated yeah backdated is just a uh, a cool classic rock band and it's just uh, just cool, cool. were they together yeah. and then you yeah. joined them or no 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 we all just formed it together oh okay because right, I, I wasn't sure yeah that. yeah and it's just it's just fun a lot a lot of different songs you know and uh, you know I, I've been so beatled that I, yeah. you know there's great songs like uh, I'm Easy by Lionel Richie that you know geez great song you can't do it like Sunday morning, sing it. Yeah, easy like Sunday morning. You know, just love to do all those fun songs that I don't usually get that yeah. much time to do. And, yeah. and, it, and it's a lot of fun doing the doors. I never. I, I love yeah. the music. I never did the doors, and now I'm finding out that oh wow, this is great. This is yeah. a lot of fun. You know. Yeah, how long have you been together? Uh, it's about uh, like four years. Yeah. Four years. And, and it's been fun. It's yeah. been fun. And now I, I'm doing a, a duo thing called 2J Way. Met this gentleman in one of the bands that I was playing with, uh, Class of 68. Uh-huh. Is another band that I play in. And um, yeah, so I met this guy named Jay. And, we, <laughs> and he plays piano. And he's like, man, I'd love to like do a duo thing. And I thought, okay, you know. Yeah. It'd be fun doing Elton John and Billy Joel songs. And yeah. We do Elton, uh, ELO, we do Bee Gees songs, and it's just... Just the two of you? Just the two of us. Yeah. And we play all different types of wine bars, yeah. coffee shops, these little little places that, you know, you just set up the piano and you do these songs. And what's great is I'm not out till 2 in the morning anymore. I'm, I'm playing these things from 6 to 9. And yeah, yeah. All these great 
very different hours that are like, wow. Yeah. So uh, always cool opening yourself to different ideas and things. Right. And, and that just started up just a few months ago. I think we finally got like three hours of material. <laughs> <laughs> to do that so but that yeah that's always a lot of fun but uh, yeah very blessed and fortunate one of the um, highlights of, of my career is um, is uh, when Cheap Trick asked me to be their background singer for their Sgt. Pepper shows oh okay and that was cool I, I, I one day get a, a phone call from Robin Zander and I'm like, oh, Robin. He's like, hey, Jay, we're doing our shows, you know, in Vegas and New York. And and uh, we know you know the Beatles back of your hand. Can you be our background singer? And I'm like, he's like, we're doing a month of shows. But you might have to be in Las Vegas for a month and a half. I'm like, I'm there. Robin, I am there. Just, yeah, don't even, you don't even have to ask, brother. Just, I'm there. Count me in. Like, you know, send me the info. Click. Yeah. You know, I get off the phone and my wife is looking at me saying, we're supposed to go to Lima, Peru in September. Yeah. Now for two weeks. And then I'm thinking, like, oh, good. I got two weeks of vacation. Good. I can really do this now. <laughs> and then, and then I told her, I go, I'm sorry, honey. That was, that was Robin Zander. Yeah. I, he just asked me to be their background saying, so there's no way I could go to Lima, Peru and do this. the Sgt. Pepper thing? They did the Sgt. Pepper album in its entirety in Las Vegas. Really? For a whole month at the at the right. Hilton, at, okay. which is the same stage that Elvis Presley played 837 shows on, oh. and I was like, "Wow, oh, this is cool!" And, and the guys, uh, some of the people at the Hilton were like, "This is where Elvis stood before every show." So I'd be like, "Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand there too, right before the show." And then Rick would look at me and throw his picks at me. Yeah, there we are again. Get out of there! But uh, so much fun, and and I always think back of uh, you remember how great Chicago Fest was at Navy oh, sure. Pier yeah. Navy Pier was just before it got revamped yeah. Yeah. when we had the, the Chicago Rock Fest there, I, you know, I, I remember seeing Cheap Trip there in, in, yeah. like 77 and, and you know Rick holding up his guitar and on the back of it said Beatles and they cranked right yeah. into Day Tripper and I, I was like so cool I, I was like 15, 14, 15 years old at that yeah. time. I mean, if somebody whispered in my ear and said, hey, kid, you're going to know these guys and be their yeah. background singer, I would have said, yeah, what are you talking about? Get out of here. So I always think of that and I'm, I'm always like, you know, pinch myself because it's just like, wow, I can't believe like that just happened. Now you, uh, you met Paul McCartney. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Paul McCartney. I, I met him, yeah, close to like 15 times. You wow. know. Whenever, I always thought, whenever Beatle comes to Chicago, I'm going to be there because it's like, this is our backyard. Okay. And that was very exciting for me, yeah. Um, in fact, it was uh, 30, 35 years ago, just the other day, that, that was the, from the first time I met Paul. How did that happen? Yeah. I mean, how, how did that, that happen? Well, uh, Paul McCartney was coming to promote his movie, Give My Regards to Broad Street. And I heard that, you know, there was a press conference at Ritz-Carlton. 
So I was like, oh, God. In I, Chicago. In Chicago. I was like, okay, he's coming to my city. I, I got to, you know, plan this thing. To, you know, and I went a week before, kind of scouted out the whole Ritz-Carlton, knew every door, because I was going to be a stalker. I, you know, I said, Jesus, if, if a beetle is <laughs> At coming. At least you admit it. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I was like, what, uh, let's see. I, I was 21, you know, 21 years old. Yeah. Now, if you think of it, Paul McCartney. Hasn't visited Chicago since 1976. This is 1984. Yeah. Okay, and that's how long it was till Paul got up yeah. and started going again. And then, of course, he didn't come back till '89 when he formed the whole band. But so I knew he was coming, so I have to plan. So I knew the room where he was going to be, and I, I just knew everything about the hotel. So then the day of, you know, everything's going down there. I figured Ritz Carlton. I got to put a suit on. I'm going to dress up real nice <laughs> and go there. Well, it was a good thing that I did that because I put the suit on and I sat right in the lobby, right, you know, with my, you know, uh, I think it was the Wall Street Journal. I, I just, you know, but reading it, you know, just kind of, I wasn't doing any reading. I was just kind of closing it and looking around, looking around. It was well, last week's cafe, well, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Upside down. Yeah, exactly. Upside down. It wasn't even up. So, but what was funny was there were people there and, you know, guys in Sergeant Pepper suits and stuff like that. And, you know, with Paul t-shirts on and this yeah. and that. And the security just, you got to leave. You got you gotta leave. You gotta leave. Yeah. They're kicking everybody out. And I'm like, oh boy. So I'm sitting there with the Wall Street Journal, and the guy comes up to me, excuse me. I go, yeah. Uh, he goes, well, you're gonna, we're clearing this area. I go, hey, I don't care whoever this MacArthur fellow is. I have a meeting here at 9:30, a business meeting, okay? And they're like, oh, excuse me, sorry about that. Just go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MacArthur. Fellow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what was great was when Paul came out, and then there he is, and it's just me and him and that security guy. Of course, I'm going up to, Paul, welcome to Chicago. And the security guy's looking at me like, oh, you, you slipped through the, you know. And, you know, said hello to Paul, and then, you know, it was it was just a great, great feeling. I didn't ask him for anything, and somebody clicked the picture, you know, and yeah. I, I was able to have that picture. But then every other time Paul come to Chicago I'd know where he was at and yeah. you know one time I had my Hoffner bass my brother's you know um, oh, really? my brother Dan and I had a Hoffner bass and he's a bigger Paul fan than I was so Paul was coming through in 89 and and I always had flowers for Linda because whenever That's Paul good. would show up Linda was there everybody would attack Paul Paul would be and Linda would be there just standing so the, okay I brought Linda Bring Linda flowers. Hey, Linda, you know, get the inch. Oh, thank you. This is so beautiful. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody's attacking Paul. But then Paul comes around. Okay, all right. Who's this guy? All right. You know, I yeah. go, hey, Paul, I'm Jay. And nice to meet you. Okay, nice to meet 
DJ and I'm blank blank. Hey Paul, can you autograph my bass? Yeah. He goes, Oh, where is it? I go, it's under the couch. I had to hide it. They would have threw me out. He goes, Okay, go get it. So I get the yeah. signs the Hoffner bass and oh, that's I go, thank nice. you, thank you. So then every time I seen him after that, he'd always go, How's the band? You know. Yeah. And every time I'd have flowers. Yeah, and, that's cool. And I had flowers for Heather and everybody else. And I'd go up to him and say, Hey Jay, I'm Jay from Chicago. Jay, I know you. I, I meet you every time I'm here in Chicago. He goes, and then he goes, This is Heather. He introduced me to Heather and then, then I met Nancy a few years later. Yeah. So I mean, what a really pretty cool slick move though, bringing her flowers. Oh yeah, yeah, but you know I because the, from the first time I saw what was going on and I learned that, you know, oh poor Linda's in the corner. Yeah. Everybody pop on. You know, she's right there. And I was like, okay, well I'm gonna try this and you know. Has he ever seen you perform? I uh, no, no, I don't think so yet. No, he he, he hasn't. But uh, you know, it, it it was a great great run in, a great ride and you know, and um, had the great fortune of meeting yeah, the stones and meeting the who and you know just who else have you performed with uh, performed with Roger Daltrey I, I, did, I did a show with two shows with him in Seattle and Dave Matthews and uh, and hearts and uh, oh, yeah? yeah it was um, Alan White uh, was in Liverpool England and he seen me sing and he came up to the stage and said who did Alan White the oh. John Lennon's drummer right, you right. know and, and I invited him to our show and he came up and said hey can you play that song so we did Instant Karma and Imagine which are two of the songs right. he played on so then he invited me to Seattle to do some shows with some of the guys from Queen and from Hart and Roger Daltrey, Dave Matthews, and and uh, we, we did a Lennon tribute out there. It was really cool. So I got to meet Roger a few times, and uh, yeah, that was that was a thrill. Yeah, a, a thrill in my life. You know, just some great, great, great people. I, you know, I'm I'm truly am living the dream. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you know, with the whole music thing, I never had like expect. Expectations, you know, always when you're doing cover songs, you're like, well, geez, how big can you get? Right. And I always thought, well, who cares how big you could get? To measure success is if you're playing all the time and people are coming to see you. So I never thought of like, oh, I got to get out of this playing this the dirt hole in and on to bigger and better things. I, 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 I still play the dirt hole in, and yeah. any hole that asks me to come and play, I will be they're playing because I just you know I, I, I just love it and I'm just very happy to still be doing it I'm 56 years old and, and what's great is like uh, you know gee, these opportunities just coming out of the blue to, yeah. to especially these international shows that come in and sing in these different countries it's just really been fun and uh, just having a great time so to, to me I'm living the dream because I'm, I'm doing I work at the airport I do that by day and then by night I'm singing and doing what I really want. So now, now back then, you, yeah. you took them. You took them to Liverpool, right? Liverpool. Yeah. Last year, yeah, it was great, and and we we did a great. It, the the backdated band did, did a great well, job. Band. You know, yeah, 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 great, great band. Yeah. Great band. We, we had a great time, and and what was fun for me, it was my tenth time playing.
playing in Liverpool, what was really fun for me was seeing all the guys in the band their first time. It was all their first yeah. time. Yeah. And just watching them and just having them yeah. have that experience that I that I had the first time I was there. Right. And we're playing at places like Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane and, and then you're seeing these places that you know we grew up listening about sure. or, or, or seeing pictures sure. of. Yeah. You're actually there, you know. So, right. so you're still you keeping know. busy around here with Yeah, yeah still keeping still doing it. I'm I, I'm booked every weekend, whether it be with uh Backdated or Class sixty eight or the two J Way or or the Jay Gepner band. Yeah. So you know, I kind of corner all markets and just keep myself busy, and and then also have time to you know I'm I'm, I'm married and I have a family. I have a daughter yeah. who just moved out to Los Angeles. She her name's Amanda. And she works for The Voice now, so she's oh very you know, cool. Yeah. Where's she doing for them? She's uh, on the production team, and now she got a raise to. She's now doing all the booking, so for, for all the hotels and the uh, travel arrangements for the guests, for the stars, and for for everybody. You know, oh, so. very cool! So she's doing that now. I have to thank uh, Jimmy Vivino, who's with the Conan Band. He's a good oh, yeah. friend of mine, and he kind of you know invited me to the Conan show, and I got to go backstage and meet Conan and. You know, uh, Danny Harrison was there that day. George Harrison's son. And they got to meet him and Weird Al and Sarah. And, you know, just so many great people. And and Jimmy took my daughter and took her all over uh, uh, Warner Brothers Studio and introduced her to different people. Oh, okay. Said, "Have your resume." Oh, what a sweet, sweet guy he was. And, and I knew cool? Jimmy from playing together in Beatle bands. You know, yeah. He's in a band called the Fab Foe. Him and Will oh, yeah. Lee. And yeah. both of them guys have been yeah. great. Will Lee, geez, yeah. he brought me to the Letterman show. He introduced me to Elvis Costello. He put yeah. me in the green room. There I am at no. the Ed Sullivan Theater, Theater, Theater right. walking on the stage saying hi to David Letterman. Who the hell is this guy? Yeah. You know? <laughs> right? you know? And, uh, you know, just uh, you know, so so many dreams, so many cool things have happened. It's yeah, just very you know, it, you know I, someone says you ought to write it down and write a book or something like that. Well, maybe, maybe sometime. Yeah, I'm, I'm too much into like it, just it, day by day right now. So, so, so I, before we before we leave here, tell me tell me what your favorite your favorite song is. Your favorite John Lennon song is. Favorite John Lennon song. Well, you know, with the Beatles, I it, you know it's so hard because the catalog, but uh, just in my life, it, it kind of yeah. When I think of. Uh, just the words and I think about how John is reminiscing at the age of 24 about Liverpool and about the, the you know there are places I remember where I, just a just a beautiful beautiful song George Martin doing that piano bit in there. It's just, uh, 
I think the Beatles did it a little fast, you know, because they had to right. record everything fast during those days for some reason. But, you know, I I, I just love that song. Right? That's good. I think that's probably one of my favorite ones. And, and this a solo John Lennon, of course, I love Imagine, but I, yeah. I really, it, it, Mind Games is great. And yeah. It's just, it, it, I have a different right. one every week. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's cool. Yeah. So what? So where can uh, where can people find you? I mean, uh, yeah, just go to uh, jgepner.com. Okay, and uh, there's a page there, and uh, you know, uh, same with backdated.com or jgepnerband.com. You know, so and it's G O E P P. Yes, yeah, G yeah J A Y J and G O E P P N E R. And uh, how about you guys? This is great. This yeah, this gig you got here with this. This you is, know, it's the, kind of fun. Ray, Ray rock and roll. Because you guys have seen it all too. I mean, Paul, oh, yeah. you with the, I first met you back, uh, you know, with M and R Rush back in thirty something years ago, yeah, yeah. playing a recre. Well, yeah, forty <laughs> years with the Recreation Center in Kennebunk Park. I remember you guys. I was real young then, but then you know, growing up and, and watching your success and seeing all your bands. And, well, my my, course, my two you know, bands, my two bands, yeah. I kept it to two. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, but and uh, I'm so playing in both of them but yeah but but, exactly. but Ray came up with yeah. this idea uh, yeah. about about a year year and a half a couple of years ago maybe and he, he presented it to me he said we should do a podcast and I'm like mm-hmm. like what you know <laughs> yeah what's a podcast yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, right, right and and um, and uh, so so he says just, we, we call it Rock and Roll Chicago you know yeah. just, the name fits and, right and he says we just talk to people and bands and individuals and and, and musicians from uh, yeah. from from the 60s the 70s yeah. up to currently and, and see what they're doing and see how they you know tell, tell us a little bit about their band and and so that's yeah. I said it sounds like a good idea so we started doing it and, and we've got 20 some in the in the camera oh, that's beautiful man that's the luck I, you know I'll, I'll go through my card dial and send you some guys I know maybe hopefully Rick Nielsen or something yeah yeah sure give you guys a call too and uh, yeah, you know, any, I, anybody, I can help you out with some of the Chicago musicians that I've worked with Oh yeah, yeah. We'll but uh, this is a real cool thing you're doing, man. That's, yeah. And now we have a studio too. Yeah. Out yeah. That uh, Illinois Rock and Roll okay, Museum good. on Route 66. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, good. They good. Uh, they just uh, got us all the equipment. Yeah. We set it up last week. Actually, this morning we were there. Oh just, good. Uh, now are you going to be recording there, or are you going to do your mainly your show there? But we'll, we'll do the we'll do the podcast do there. I mean, we're still going to get out. Yeah. Meet good. people. If good. people can't make it down to Joliet, we'll we'll go out. We got the yeah. Portable stuff, okay. but, but we got a new uh, studio which is really cool. We want to, that's know, if, we, if we get people down there too. But that's once the yeah. museum gets going, yeah, they're not open yet. But once they get going and people come down there and see it, see the yeah. museum, and oh, stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. And then next time I'll bring the guitar and we'll do a yeah, song. Yeah, there we go. Definitely get you down to the museum for yeah. Something. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, Thank, thanks. This was this was fun, you know. I I didn't I came here not knowing what to say or what, what well, this was no. gonna be. But uh, you know, that's our job. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, thanks. But uh, you know, they they have a uh, the, the museum also has an internet radio station called okay. Road to Rock Radio. Okay, uh, which they play nothing but Illinois music. Yeah, well, and, there's a lot of great oh, musicians yeah. here. And, and um, 
and they 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 rebroadcast our podcast uh, every Monday night at six o'clock. So oh wow! They play good. one of our podcasts. There we go. That's yeah. beautiful. So, oh man, so good. So thanks, thanks so very good. much. Thanks, Thank Steve, you, thank you guys, man. It. Hey, appreciate. All right, it. cheers. Yeah. Let's have a drink. <laughs> All right, there we go. Cheers, cheers, wing, cheers. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That Jay's an animated fella, isn't he? I'll say for sure, Paul. <laughs> yes. I, don't, I don't sound like Ringo, though. I'm, <laughs> no. I'm still a little nasally. <laughs> well, uh, you, you've got the looks for Ringo, though. Oh, I thought it was more Richard Branson. Yeah. Well, you heard about the guy who walked into the uh, walked into the barbershop and said, make me look like Ringo Starr. No. He had long, un- unruly hair. Yeah. And the barber took his brush and broke his nose. Oh, dooch. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, I, I Paul will be at Zanies all week. <laughs> I don't mean to diss Ringo. I shouldn't <laughs> diss Ringo that way. <laughs> so what, uh, we had a great time with Jay. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Great time. Uh, guys had a really uh, great career uh, doing this Beatles stuff, man. It's, yeah. Uh, it's and, amazing. And all over, all over the place, all over the world, all really. All over the world, yeah. Gotten got to... Yeah, you know how many people get to stalk Paul McCartney? Yes, well, he did that. We, we talked about that. He a, did do that. Yes, on a number of occasions. <laughs> yes, I think nowadays you'd go to jail. So yeah, well, well, um, and he got to play. He got to play with the Beatles did and Cavern Club and uh, some of those uh, great spots in in Liverpool and in London and and uh, he's also been uh, all around the world. Yes, he has, and he's uh, still he's still doing it. Still going strong. Yes, he is. So I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, make sure you guys check us out on Facebook and on our website. Uh, make sure you're tuning into the theroadrockradio.net every Monday at 6 o'clock for one of our podcasts. And you know what? Don't, just don't tune in on Monday at 6. Listen to it all the time. That's right. Some great music. You know, it's all Illinois-based music. It's all Illinois-based Illinois music, and, uh, and it's a great, great station to listen to. Definitely. And then check out the Illinois Rock and Roll Museum on Route 66, opening soon. All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.